Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, Bible Study Live is this December. Okay, I hope y'all started booking y'all flights. It's December 11th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So y'all already know the location. Y'all already know the dates. Tickets will be available October 29th, 10 a.m. Okay, I'm gonna put some early bird tickets on there, but it's gonna be a limited amount. So if y'all missed the early bird tickets, I'm gonna say it wasn't my fault because I, I, I done been telling y'all. October 29th, 10 a.m. When the early bird tickets gone, when the VIP tickets gone, I done already told the venue how many people. I can't add no more spots when it's gone. It's gone, y'all. So tickets available October 29th. Bay Bible Study Live will have two sec two sessions. There'll be the word and there'll be the works, which is where we'll do faith workshops and different activities. If you've ever came to a Christian Bay events, y'all know I like activities, obstacle courses, different things to just, I'm such a visual type person. So when I give you the word, I want to give you something tangible to show you what I mean. I'm a hands-on type person. So I want to show you what I mean. So God is always giving me activities and different workshops where you get the word, but then you also work at it and you see what it looks like to apply it to your life so the first session will be the word the second session will be the workshops and there's also going to be um a vip ticket where we'll have like a little at the party and we're gonna be chilling having girl time talking or guy time if you're a guy talking and eating that comes with the vip so tickets available october 29th i don't want to give y'all too much because we got two months I'm going to be slowly but surely telling y'all more and more details, but it's December 11th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Tickets available October 29th. The prices of the tickets is going to be up this Friday. So the prices will be up, but you won't be able to um, purchase it. You guys was like, y'all, you ain't going to let us know the prices in advance. So I'm going to put the prices up this Friday, but the tickets are not going to be available till next Friday at 10 a.m. All right, y'all, Bay Bible Study Live. So now that we done got that out the way, announcements. Do y'all see the title? Do y'all see the title? And let me tell y'all how God gave me this title like 10 minutes before because when I did my quiet time this morning, that wasn't the title that I had for tonight. That wasn't the title. But like 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, when I was listening to worship and just preparing, he gave me this title. So it's somebody. <laughs> it's one of y'all that's done been getting frustrated with God you tired of waking, you tired of waiting, you're sleeping on a promise, you beginning to waver in your faith, you feel like you don't even want the promise anymore because you're sick of waiting on it. It's somebody because the last, y'all, the title of tonight's Babe Bible Study when I did my quiet time this morning was Pressed for Measure. Pressed for Measure, right? Tired of waiting, <laughs> okay? Tired of waiting is the title. I'm tired of waiting on God. So I'm gonna pray and then we're gonna get right into the word. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for blessing us and covering us, Father God, and allowing us to even be on this babe Bible study. Father God, right now, I pray over me as your vessel, Father God, that you completely empty me of me, Father God. Decrease me and allow your Holy Spirit to take over, Father God. May every word that leaves my mouth be laced in your word, in your presence, Father God, and may it reach the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God. I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray that you chill 
shield and protect them throughout this week, Father God. I pray that you protect their loved ones, Father God. I pray that this word ignites a new level of faith and fire inside of them, Father God. I pray that it refreshes them, Father God, and makes them excited to wait on the promise that you're delivering to them, Father God. May they not grow weary in well-doing, Father God, but may they sit in a posture of expectancy, Father God, because even when we don't know you're working, you're working, Father God, because that's just the type of God that you are. So we thank you for this word. We thank you for this fresh revelation, and we thank you for loving us, flaws and all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all, when I was praying before I got on this live and I was talking to God, I, I had to pray for y'all. And I always pray for y'all, but I had to pray for y'all in a different way. And I was like, God, thank you for showing me that I need to do this. Because I know when, you, when you're a mouthpiece for God, you sometimes you go through spiritual warfare. Like it's a fight for me to be able to deliver this word for y'all because the enemy don't want me to. So of course, I'm always praying. I'm always fasting for myself. But y'all know somebody, I think she commented on my YouTube video last week and she was telling me how I think it was two months ago when I had my prayer and fasting um, workshop this girl commented on my YouTube and she said that she almost got in an accident trying to get home to join my prayer and fasting webinar and I was when I was praying and talking to God today I was like God like I know that there is spiritual warfare that tries to come and attack me as the vessel but when I pray I also need to pray for their covering and protection because the enemy will try to attack them when they're on the way to get to the word like I pray for y'all to receive and for it to encourage y'all but I never thought like he gonna try to attack them from them even being able to get to the word so when I was praying tonight okay y'all I was praying I was like oh she got in an accident trying to get home to join my prayer and fasting webinar. An accident? Like, what? And she still made it on time. She was on the webinar. So I was just like, nah, like, I got to I gotta intercede on a whole nother level because the enemy be mad. So I can only imagine what some people go through trying to get on Bay Bible Study or trying to even watch the replay. So when I pray, you know, we, me and the bays got to be covered. So I was, y'all... Okay, I was going in because I don't like that. I do not like that. But okay, we're going to get into the word. My rant is over. I just wanted y'all to know y'all covered, okay, at all times because I'm not playing with I'm not playing with him at all. So we coming from the book of Matthew chapter 25 and we're going to be focusing on verses 1 through 13. And I got my iPad tonight, y'all. I feel like my life together because I got my app. Do I need an Apple pen? I don't know. I feel like I might need an Apple pen just to make me feel more... But we're coming from the book of Matthew 25 verses 1 through 13. And I'm reading it on my iPad because God led me to read it in a different translation. So I'm reading it in the contemporary English version. And I don't have a physical Bible. My Bibles are NIV and NLT. But tonight we're coming from the CEV, which is the contemporary English version. So I'm going to read it to y'all and then we're going to get into it. So it says, the kingdom of heaven is like what happened one night when 10 girls took their oil lamps and went to a wedding to meet the groom. Five of the girls were foolish and five were wise. So it's 10, it's 10 friends, right? They game and they go into a wedding to meet the groom. But it says five of the girls were foolish and five of the girls were wise. Verse three says the foolish ones took their lamps, but no extra oil. The ones who were wise took along extra oil for their lamps. The groom was late arriving and the girls became drowsy and fell asleep. Then in the middle of the night, someone shouted, here's the groom. Come to meet him. When the girls got up and started getting their lamps ready, the foolish one said to the others, let us have some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. 
not you want to okay our limbs are going out the girls who were wise answered there's not enough oil for all of us go and buy some for yourselves because girl you knew we was coming here just like i knew we was coming here so you should have been prepared and had you some extra oil just like i because if i give you my extra oil then what i'm supposed to do crazy self so while the foolish girls were on their way to get some oil the groom arrived the girls who were ready went into the wedding and the doors were closed later the other girls returned and shouted sir sir open the door for us but the groom replied i don't even know you so my disciples always be ready you don't know the day or the time when all this will happen what God showed me with this right, and I'm going to start off with, I hope y'all listen to Bay Bible Study on Monday. Because Monday, Bay Bible, Bay Bible Study talked about this same passage, but it was a different word. And what God showed me is that we're, when we're pressed, when you go through trials and tribulation, the pressing is what produces the oil. The pressing is what produces what you're, anoint, you're anointing. The pressing is what produces what you're called to operate in. See, a lot of times we think that being pressed or being in trials and tribulations or going through storms means that we're outside of God's will. And sometimes it do mean that if you're making your own decisions. But sometimes God allows you to go through trials and tribulations and God allows you to be pressed because when you're pressed, that's where, that's where you earn your stripes. That's where you get your credibility. That's where your anointing oil is produced and on monday the word that god gave me is that god said to me he said when you're pressed the enemy wants you to focus on the fact that you're pressed so that you won't focus on the product that's being produced through the pressing with you being pressed with you going through trials and tribulations with you going through stormy seasons your faith is being increased that's where your anointing comes from your anointing doesn't come from the seasons where everything is glitz and glam your anointing or your testimony doesn't come from the season where everything looks perfect and you don't have a care in the world and you're not praying about nothing you're not worried about nothing because everything looks good that's not where your anointing comes from that's not where the oil comes from that's not where your testimony comes from your testimony comes from them seasons when you pressed and you're back against the wall your testimony comes from the season when you ain't have no money and god made a way your testimony your anointing the oil comes from the season where you was in between a rock and a hard place and god made the wall come apart your anointing and your oil comes from the seasons where you're pressed and literally y'all when i got out the shower god showed me like when you're pressed Imagine squeezing something together and oil just dropping from it. That's what trials and tribulations look like. That you ever been in a situation where you feel like you pressed on each side? I can't. I get two steps up and ten steps back. This going wrong, that's going wrong. It seems like everything is coming your way. You're pressed on all sides, and God says when you're pressed, that's when that oil is coming out. When you're pressed, that's when I'm cooking up a testimony. When you're pressed, that's when I'm producing a miracle. But the enemy wants you to focus on the fact that you're pressed and that you're going through something so that you miss the product that's being produced when you're pressed you produce more faith when you're pressed you pray more when you're pressed you believe more when you're pressed you're in your word more when you're pressed you expand your imagination of what god can do when you're pressed you take god out of the box when you press you know that god gotta make a way because i can't make a way when you're pressed your faith goes to the next level so god told me on monday a lot of times the enemy wants you to be focused on the fact that you're pressed but i want you to focus on the product that you're pressing produce because because the pressing is what produces the oil. So, and it was from this very same scripture. It was from this scripture. And he showed me this because they said in this verse, it says they brought extra oil. But in the NIV, it says they just brought their oil. And my oil cost too much for me to just give it away for you. I was pressed for this oil. I went through stormy seasons for 
for this oil. I went through too much to have this anointing, to have this oil that I'm carrying right now. I can't just give it to you freely. They said, the it says when the girls got up, they it says, then the groom arrived and the girls became drowsy and fell asleep. Then in the middle of the night, they asked the other girls, can we have some of your oil? And verse nine says, the wise girl said, there's not enough oil for all of us. Go and get some oil for yourself. I don't have enough faith to keep giving it away to you. I was pressed for this faith. I went through trials and tribulations for this faith. I went through the fire to get to where I am. Now you see my anointing, but you don't know the cross that I had to carry to get here. So I can't just give it away to anybody. You're going to have to go get some oil for yourself you're gonna have to put in the work for yourself you're gonna have to fast and pray for yourself i cannot just give my oil out freely because there was a price that i had to pay for this oil i had to go through a pressing to get this oil so they told them girls i'm sorry sis but you're gonna have to go get some oil for yourself and that was on Bay Bible study on monday so when god took me back to this scripture today i was like okay so you're giving another revelation with this same verse but actually, what God wanted me to talk about is being tired of waiting. Because see, what happened was there was 10 girls, but five of the girls brought extra oil. Five of the girls understood the assignment. The other five girls, they didn't bring any extra oil. And guess what? They grew weary and waiting on God to deliver the promise. They knew the groomsman was coming. But what I love about this translation is it says that the groom was late arriving. You know, in those seasons of delay, you know, when God tell you that he going to do something in your life and it doesn't happen in the season that you thought it was going to happen in. So you kind of get tired of waiting and you get drowsy and go to sleep like they did. You know, we, we can relate to that. The, the promise is late. God, what you said is late. You said the business is going to take off, but it's late. I don't see it happening. I don't see it coming. And I love that God gave me this revelation because that's how it is when it comes to the word of God. You don't know when the word of God is coming. But the difference between the five girls, the 10 girls, is that five of them had extra oil. Five of them had already put in the work. Five of them were operating from a posture of expectancy. I'm bringing extra oil with me. Oh, you said the business is going to take off. I'm going to order extra poly. Millers. Oh, you said that I'm going to go to that school. I'm going I'm to I'm get extra financial aid, even though I don't see the acceptance letter, even though I don't see the orders for the business, even though I don't see the promise coming to me yet. I'm going to do my part and I'm going to get extra. So five of the girls had extra oil. Five of the girls didn't. But they were all they all it says they were drowsy and fell asleep. They got tired of waiting on the promise. They got tired of waiting on God's word to come. They got tired of waiting on, where is this groomsman at? God, where is it at? You telling me to pray and fast? You telling me to trust in your word? Where is it at? When are you going to make it come through? But the difference is, five of them had already prepared for what they were having faith for. Five of them had extra oil. God, I'm going, I'm doing extra. I know I don't see nothing changing yet. I know I don't know when it's coming. I know I don't even know what it looks like for it to come. But Father God, I already done set aside some extra for when it does come because I believe your word. I'm sitting in a posture of expectancy. So I have some extra oil while I wait on you to deliver what you said you were going to deliver. But there was another five who didn't bring any oil. They, they didn't bring any extra oil. They weren't sitting in a posture of expectancy why because they didn't see the groomsmen coming they thought that they would have time to go get oil so the girls told them no i can't give you none of my oil you're gonna have to go buy some for yourself and what happened it says when they when they started to get oil it was too late 
It says, while the foolish girls were on their way to get some oil, the groom had arrived. And you want me to tell you what that looks like? That looks like God telling you that business is going to take off. But you don't know when the groomsman is coming. You don't know when the business is going to take off. And instead of you staying ready and preparing continuously in a posture of expectancy, you grew weary and fell asleep. So guess what? When it do take off, you don't have enough product. You don't have enough inventory. You don't have enough polymellers. You ain't got the business cards made. You didn't do your part because you, you were so focused on the fact that the promise hadn't came yet that you made that make you grow weary in your faith and stop preparing and this is what God is telling us when you grow tired of waiting on God it's not for you to just fall asleep and forget about his word in your waiting season God wants you to continue to get ready I want you to have some extra oil I want you to have some extra business cards I want you to have some extra merch and some extra inventory I want you to have some extra faith I want you to have what I told you to plan plus more just in case I release extra I want you to be so ready and so expectant of what I have for you that you bring extra alone don't just stop at what I told you to do and then go to sleep don't just stop at what I told you to do and then grow weary when you find yourself getting tired of waiting on God ask yourself what could I be doing with what God told me what could I be working on right now what could I be doing how could I be better preparing for what he said is coming because if you tired I'm assuming you're not busy because if you was busy you wouldn't even be focused on the fact that you tired it says they were drowsy and fell asleep but five of them had already prepped the extra See, you can't, if you see me resting, you don't know all the extra that I don't already prepped up. But the other five, they didn't have no oil. And then you see, the problem is when we grow tired of waiting on God without doing our part, you think you have more time than you actually have. But when the promise comes, then what? Because guess what? It says when the groomsmen came, the foolish girls were on their way to get some oil. And while they were away trying to prepare, I gave you time. Like, y'all, God is so intentional because it literally says that the groom was late arriving. In another translation, it says the groom was delayed. Y'all know about delayed promises? Y'all know about when God has delayed something and he told you that it's coming, but you ain't receive it yet? Have you ever thought that God has delayed it because he's giving you time to prepare for it? Do you have everything that you need to even go on this journey? Do you have everything that you need to even walk in the steps that you're praying for? Are you ready? You think you're ready, but if he's, if he's delaying it, if he's giving you more time for it, maybe that's because you're not ready. See, we all the time we look at delay or we look at waiting seasons as if it's a negative thing. But it says that they, the groom was late arriving. Those girls that didn't have extra oil, while the groom was late, they could have went and got extra oil then instead of falling asleep. Let me do something else. Let me see what I could do. Oh, y'all, y'all brought extra oil? Well, we gonna go to the store now and get some oil. No, y'all wanna sleep. Because why? Because they didn't know when the groom was coming. Just like you don't know when God's word is coming. You don't know when God's promise is coming. You don't know when that thing that God told you is coming. You don't know the day or the time. And that's why this chapter ends. It says, so my disciples always be ready. You don't know the day or the time when all of this will happen. And a lot of times when we read the Bible, you're reading it like a story, but God is talking to you. This is way beyond just these women in this story. You don't know the day or time that God is going to move in your life. Are you going to be ready or are you going to be sleeping just like those girls that didn't have extra oil? And now you're trying to borrow faith from somebody else. Now you're trying to borrow product from somebody else. Now you're trying to figure out a way to throw something together. And God already gave you time to get together what you needed to get together. It was delayed for a reason. Your promise, your word, whatever God has for you, it's delayed for a reason. So tonight's seed is the woke seed. I'm woke. 
I'm woke on the promise of God. And even when I don't see it coming, I'm preparing for it. Even when I don't, when I don't figure out or find a way to see how God is going to make it happen, I'm still preparing for it. I'm not finna go to sleep and grow weary on what God told me. I'm going to see what could I also be doing? What could I also be working on? God, if you got me in this season of waiting, that must mean that there's something else that I could be doing to prepare. Something that I wrote down is that our problems come to show us problem areas. This In this area, you can have a little more faith in this area. That's why you're triggered by that. That's why that's bothering you because you need to work on that. So we look at problems at face value too much. God, allow, God has to allow any problem that comes into your life. What is this problem trying to show you? Is God trying to reveal a weak area to you? It's not that he don't want to give you the promise, but if I give you the promise and you got this weak area that I actually sent my problem to show you, I allowed the problem to come to you because I wanted, because I wanted to reveal the weak area. That's why the problem came. That's why you were triggered by that. That's why that bothers you because in that area, you need more faith. In that area, you need to get more hopeful. In that area, I'm trying to grow you. I'm trying to prepare you because when I send my promise, I want you 100% ready. But if you look at problems as just problems, now you now you growing weary. Now you tired of waiting on God. Now you going to sleep. Now you giving up because you face the problem instead of changing your perspective and saying, God, what is this problem trying to reveal to me? What could I possibly be working on to get better, to prepare for what it is that you told me you're bringing to me? What is your perspective like? Your problem, I wrote down, I want y'all to write down my problems point out weak spots. That's what your problem is. That's why if God allowed, the word says that all things work together for your good, which means if he allowed it, it's working for your good. But if you seeing it wrong, if you seeing it wrong, you could be sleeping on it. If you seeing it wrong, how are you going to fix what it is that he needs you to fix? I'm not going to bring my promise to you just for you to mess it up. There's some things that I need you to get in order, but you so busy complaining because you got to wait for it. Why you waiting? I want you working, not sleeping. Why you waiting? I want you woke, not sleeping. Why you waiting? I want you I want you gathering more oil. Who knows what was going on with that groomsman? Who knows what was going on in that wedding or how long they had to be in there? You don't know what your promise comes with. So if God has you in a season of waiting or in a season of delay, it's because he wants you to continue to prepare for it because he knows what's going to come with that promise. And the oil that they came with wasn't going to be enough for where he took them. So I delayed it because I, I gave you more time to go get ready. But y'all went to sleep. Y'all was asleep. Or... You know how we do. Y'all was complaining about I'm taking too long and God is you going to do it or not. And where's God? I'm sick of God saying he going to do this and he ain't do it yet. I'm sick of waiting on a promise. Instead of working towards it, we start complaining about it. What could you be doing? Because when it comes, you don't even know when, when God releases a word or a promise. This is something that's new. You don't even know how much of you this thing is going to take out of you. So if he has you in a season of delay, it's because you still got some preparing to do. Because if everything was in order, he would have released it. Don't be sleep like them. Because them other girls was like, mm, I got my oil. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you thought because we were sleep together that I wasn't ready? I had just took a little power nap. <laughs> like, I got my oil, sis. Talk about something. Give me some of your oil. Who oil? You're going to have to go through your own stormy seasons. You're going to have to go through your own process for your promise. 
Are you going to complain and talk about how long God is taking or grow, grow weary and go to sleep like they did? Or are you preparing when you're, when you're working on something like think about when we was in school or if you're still in school, when you have a test or when you have a lot of work to do and you really get into it, the time fly by. It goes by so quickly when you get focused on what you're supposed to be focused on. The only time you get impatient or you realize you're waiting is when you're watching the clock. That, that you, your last five minutes at work, it's like the slowest five minutes of your life. Why? Because you're watching the clock. And God is like, why are you watching when I actually need you working? There's something that I need you to be working on. Those five foolish women had time to go get the oil. They had time to go get extra oil and come back. It says that he closed the door on them. It's too late. The doors were closed. Then they was outside. How you hating from outside the wedding? You can't even. Oh, now you got all. So you want to come. You want to come in now. You're not coming. It's too late. And that's and that's sadly. That's what happens to a lot of people. Because God gives you a word. God tells you a promise. And then when he releases it, you're not ready for it. And you ruin it. And then you want to blame him. Don't blame him because you wasn't preparing in the season that he gave you time to prepare. You had time to get ready for this. Now you looking crazy trying. Imagine y'all really picture them trying to hurry up and go get some. Oh, girl, he here. Let's go get some. Oh. <laughs> Imagine them trying to hurry up and go get some oil because he was there, right? And then, you know, they probably went and got the oil and then tried to rush back to where he was. Girl, the door is closed. <laughs> the door is closed now, sweetie. You might as well, you should have took your time going to get that oil because it's over with for you. You should have took your time now because when you had time to prepare, you wasn't. When you had time to prepare, you was sleeping. When you had time to prepare, you was complaining. You was doubting God. You was talking about he's not he's not keeping his promise. And God said he going to do that. I ain't seen him do it yet. And he's like, I don't see you prepared yet. You talking about me. Why you being weird to me? You're not working. You're not getting ready. You're not doing nothing. Crazy self. And now you want to hurry up and go get everything that you got to get. Not Instacart some oil. <laughs> Look, sir, I'm going to just stay here at the wedding to hold the door open. The oil going to be here in a few minutes. I promise it's coming. I'm not leaving though. The oil coming to me. We're going to have to make something shake so I can get in this wedding. I'm trying to tell you. I'm getting in. Y'all, I know they was looking crazy because it wasn't no Instacart. You go, and then how far was it to go get the oil? How long is it going to take you to prepare everything that God has for you? You don't, we don't even know. We don't even know. <laughs> we don't know how far the oil was. We don't know why God is delaying your promise and what he wants you to be working on and how long it takes. Cause you, you know how our mind works. Well, if God give me the promise today, I can just Amazon prime, whatever I need. If I'm not ready, no, you can't. Cause you don't even know what you need and you don't even know how much you need. We, we think we know so much. We think we're so smart. Wrong. That's why when he delays it, the delay is for your benefit. Stop looking at a delay as something that's negative. It's not negative. It's for your benefit. God is giving you more time to prepare for what he's bringing to you. That's what the delay is working for your good. You like when you think that a delay is a bad thing you're actually showing your perspective when it comes to you and who you think you are you are the son and the daughter of a king nothing 
can come against what God has for you. So that means anything that's happening in you, God is allowing it to happen and it must be for your good. So this delay is not defeating me. This delay is also not stopping me from getting to what God said I'm going to have. If he allowed it, this is for my good. God, what perspective should I have in this season of waiting? What, what should I be doing? What should I be working on? Show me why you are allowing the delay to work in my favor. Y'all ever been late to an appointment and then the person that you got the appointment with, you get there and they late. It's like, whew, girl, because I thought I was going to have a late fee, but you late too. So that's even better. It's working in your good. It, God, God, that's just the type of God that he is. And that's why I wanted it to read it in this translation, because it says he was late. God is intentional. Even with that, he was late because God was giving them grace to prepare, but they would sleep. So tonight's seat is the woke seed because we're not complaining about waiting on the promise. You're not, we're not going to sleep on a promise. We're building, we're building, we're preparing, we're working, and we're staying in a posture of expectancy. If you, if you already feel like you did everything that you can do, then that means you need to pray, pray, God, show me what else I could be doing or pray, um, pray success over the word that he's giving you. That's what you do. You pray for what's coming. If you already did everything that you can do, pray for what's coming. God, when this does come, make me a good steward of it. God, when this does come, teach me how to obtain what it is that you're blessing me with. God, when it does come, teach me how to operate in this new place. God, when it does come, give me the characteristics that I need in order to be the best version of me in this new season of life. God, when it does come, change your prayers to that. If you feel like you've done everything that you can do. Work now or pray for later, but don't go to sleep on it and don't doubt what God is telling you that he's going to do. Tired of waiting, get to working. That's what, that's, that's the homework. Okay. Y'all got homework. If you tired of waiting, get to working. What could you be working? Maybe you need to work on your faith. Maybe you need to work on your patience. Maybe that's why he got you waiting. Figure it out and work on that because complaining does nothing. What do you think complaining does? Absolutely nothing. We're woke, woke and working because I ain't going to need to borrow nobody else or when my imagine y'all, what if he was taking them on a private jet after the wedding? You don't even got no oil for your lamp. You, you brought enough oil just for what you expected, but God is planning much more. God, God is a much more God. So you can't just prepare what you think you need. You need to prepare. You need to try to prepare way more. Keep preparing. Okay. I already did this, but I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna do some more. Cause I don't know how big God is going. He could have been taking them on a private jet and they needed a lot of oil to make it there, but they only brought enough oil to make it to the wedding. And that's where you're going to stop at. What if your promise stopped at where you prepare? What if God said, just like the lady with the vases, the oil didn't stop running until she ran out of vases. What if she went and got two vases? That's all the oil you're going to get. Like, <laughs> you want to go get two, you got two. No, we ain't complaining. We're preparing. And God, you're going to have a whole lot to fill when I finish because I'm steady working until I get there, until you get here and release your promise. I'm steady preparing. That's the posture that we're called to have, that we're supposed to have. You're not tired of waiting because you're too busy working, working on you, 
working on the promise, working on becoming a better person, working on being patient, working on whatever you need to work on to set the atmosphere for what God said he's going to do. Put your faith in action. Let me see it. Let me, let me see you start preparing for it. They had to bring the oil because even though they didn't know when the groomsman was coming, they had to have faith that he was coming. You don't know when God's word is coming, but start working and being woke and having faith that it is and prepare for it now. Cause the last thing you want is to be outside cause you wasn't ready and God gave you time to be. Let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you for this word. Father God, I want to thank you for using me as your vessel. Father God, thank you for this fresh revelation. Thank you for this fresh, just fresh perspective that you've given us, Father God, knowledge and understanding of your word. Father God, I pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God. I pray that this word deposits a seed of ambition and motivation and determination and discipline to keep working on what it is that you said you're going to do, Father God. Even when we don't see the signs, Father God, there was no signs of when the groomsman was going to come. There was no signs of what time or what hour or what day, Father God. They just had to be ready, Father God. They just had to be in a posture of expectancy, Father God. They just had to be in position, Father God. So I pray this knowing and this posture over each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God, may they get ready for what it is that you said you're about to do in their life, Father God. And may they never doubt, waver, or sleep on your word, Father God. We love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all better get y'all on oil because I'm trying to tell you, I would have said you can't have none either, okay? I love you, but no. Like, <laughs> I'm not giving you none because my oil gonna have to make it to the private jet, okay? So, <laughs> you have to go to the store and get your own. But if we are ready, it's lit. October 29th, tickets going out. That's right, Ocean, let them know. October 29th, tickets will be available. October 22nd, you'll be able to click a link in my bio and see the price of the tickets. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into Bay Bible Study. Um, I'm going to put it on my iPad, my iPad, put it on my podcast on Friday and it will be on my YouTube this weekend. Make sure you share this word with a friend that needs it. But most importantly, make sure you apply this word to your life. If you're tired of waiting on God, get to working. Get to preparing. If he said he finna bless you with a car, start picking out. Go on Amazon and start picking out what stuff you're going to put inside of the car. If he said he finna bless you with a house, go on Pinterest and start planning how you're going to decorate the living room. Oh, Y'all know you can get lost on Pinterest, okay? You be on there six hours, don't even know it. Yeah, start planning. You won't be tired of waiting then because you'll be so excited and so expected of what it is that God said he's about to do. And when you start preparing, it completely changes your perspective completely. All right. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. Have a good night. Oh, it's going to be a new YouTube video tomorrow for the Spiritual Struggle series. So make sure y'all click the link in my bio and subscribe to my YouTube. Love y'all. Bye.